This is Cole Beasley here, and I was in. I was in. I'm telling you, I was in. And, uh, John, you gotta listen to me. Cole Beasley, that's who I started. <laughs> I don't know how Keenan Allen got in my lineup. Cole Beasley was in. Wow. Let him in, just like Justin Herbert. He was yeah. in. Yeah, I guess so. I, I, I'll i have to go to the instant replay on this one, Michael, and see um, exactly who was in your lineup at the, at the time of the, the game started. Uh, but I'm pretty was, sure it was Keenan Allen. You will go back. The film shows that it was clearly Cole Beasley. Look at his name. His name <laughs> is Playoff Starter! Exclamation point. Wow. He was in, just he like must, Justin Herbert was in. Yeah, he must have been in. He must have been in. That's yeah. I don't know what happened. Must have been a bug or something. Just like Keenan Allen yelled to the camera right before the game. He said, <laughs> "Don't!" Exclamation point, and then said, "Sit me," as in, "Don't." <laughs> Sit me. So He's sit asked, me. He was answering the question like the cameraman asked, like, hey, should I start you tonight? And he said, don't sit me. <laughs> oh, not a good start here to the semifinals of the Rice Dynasty. Uh, welcome in, everybody. We, uh, we've got two classic rivalries, some of the oldest rivalries in the league, facing mm-hmm. off in the semifinals this week. And uh, treat. I'm not off to a good start. I'll tell you that much. Uh, I was very upset last night. The All the game, I uh, kept getting angry, just as Josh Jacobs kept getting more and more carries, and I didn't understand why. Um, all season, he's like basically split the time with Devontae Booker, and not this week, though. This was all Josh Jacobs. And Keenan yeah. Allen, all season, he's gotten all the targets from Herbert. And I kid you not, one of the lines that Joel Buck, Joe Buck, said in the broadcast Joel, was... I like Joel Buck. <laughs> sorry, I, I, meant, I was going to say Joel Klatt. I meant Joe Buck. Joe Buck said, <laughs> I talked to Anthony Lynn, and he said, Justin Herbert is targeting Keenan Allen too much, and we need to distribute him more. What? <laughs> and I was that like, is... no, why? I'll tell you what, that's got to be the greatest thing to hear for anyone besides Michael in this league, because I think everyone's pretty sick of Keenan Allen getting all the targets. <laughs> but yeah. that makes no sense. Makes they're, absolutely no sense. You just paid doing, a wide receiver $85 million. I mean, maybe if like Keenan Allen was dropping passes or like something bad was happening because of that, then yes. But no, you it's going well because Keenan Allen's open on every play. Justin Herbert's making the pass every play. They're making like 20-yard catches every play. What? What the fuck? Targeting him too is, much. Anthony Lynn is such an idiot. What? I what is wrong hate with that? Anthony Lynn so much. Justin Herbert threw the ball once in the fourth quarter. Should have lost the game many times. It's miraculous that this man still has a job. I, I saw the stat. He's lost twelve one possession games in the past two years. The most in yeah. the NFL by far. Yeah, I mean okay, he was close to. I'm off my soapbox. He was Welcome close in. to many times. The Raiders probably should have won that game. Absolutely should have won on their opportunities. Turns out John Gruden's just as bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't think John, I, that one pl- the the third and goal play in overtime was very bad. I don't know what the fuck that was. That was the weirdest play I've ever seen. 
You mean um, the play action when they didn't have a running back in? <laughs> no one, like no one was open at all. Um, so was, and Darren Waller blocked. He didn't even run a route. Like, was that supposed to be a trick? Like, everyone's like, oh, Darren Waller's definitely going to run a route here. Um, and then he blocked. And, and then it was he a blocked. And Not even a like, running oh, play. Shit. It was a passing play. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, just a weird play. But the other big mistake was just that Mariota interception, which was a little, yeah. it was a bad throw, but it was unlucky at the same time. So, I mean, like, he, he deserved the other interception. Uh, oh, yeah. where the guy yeah, literally yeah. just dropped the fair catch. <laughs> it was a punt. It was a punt, and the guy called for the fair catch. I saw it, and then he just <laughs> muffed it, and he forgot. Uh, well, that Raiders-Chargers game was good. <laughs> it was, and you're off to an excellent start in a yeah. fierce tight end matchup in your game. Yeah, we'll talk about our games more. First, we should go over last week's games because they were, um, they were pretty fun, especially Quinn and... Chris coming down to like the last second, the last minutes in that Monday night game uh, was tons of fun. Um, usually we go over these games in power rankings, but we're not going to have power rankings this week. So we'll just go over the games. The uh, toilet bowl had some interesting matchups, nothing too tight. Um, there was definitely fear uh, for Grant that he would lose this game to Charlie and that he would end up in it with a punishment in his first year, which would have been really sad. Um, because I don't think he deserves it. He's not bottom two for sure. No, he definitely did not deserve it. I mean, unfortunately, Devonte Parker put up a a big zero for him. That was sad. Uh, Debo Samuel one point. I had him in another league, and yeah, he died on the first play. It was tragic. Uh, Daryl Henderson did not do a whole lot because it's Cam Akers' season. Clearly, mm-hmm. Daryl's um, done. Yeah, Daryl might be done, but. On the bright side, Jonathan Taylor. Oh, Looking good. I am really sad. He exploded. 20 carries, 150 yards, two touchdowns. There's not much more to say. That was pretty much as perfect as you can get for a running back Ugh, who only played 58% of the snaps. Yep. I don't even know what to say. I'm just sitting over here kind of crying a little bit as Aaron Jones put up 10 for me and will probably put up 10 for me again this week when I could have Jonathan Taylor against the Texans. <sighs> Johnny Taylor's looking pretty good. I mean, that Aaron Rodgers guy's looking good too. And Travis yeah. Kelsey. So. Yeah, the big three. Big three. He's got to he build around those guys. All the other players did not play. Obviously, DJ Moore didn't play this week either, so we didn't have him. Um, but still got the win. That's all that matters. On the other side, Charlie put up a good effort too. Uh, T.Y. Hilton is uh, miraculously having an end-of-season revival of sorts, 16-21-25 in the past three weeks. Uh, he just came out of nowhere. <laughs> T.Y. You held on to him, and you're in the playoffs. You're very happy. Yeah. T.Y. Hilton back to his old self. <laughs> um, Kenny is that Drake. the sleeper headline? Yes. <laughs> Kenyon Drake and DK Metcalf with touchdowns. So Charlie put up a good effort here. Um, I, a big Matt Ryan eight is not going to help, though. Uh, I think Charlie could have won this game with a better quarterback in. Uh, not he his... literally could have picked any of his other quarterbacks. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think Rivers and Hill probably wouldn't have got the win, would they? But I think Tua might have. Um, uh, let's see. So he lost by. He lost by 24. 24. So, yeah, he would have needed Tua. Yeah. 
I don't know if he would have started two. He hasn't started two all year, and two hasn't been the best fantasy option. So I don't think he no. ever would have. So. Yeah, and that's fair. Yeah. That's pretty fair. But this um, was Tua's best week. He looked pretty good. Um, I'm still mad. I, I'm still mad at Charlie every time I scroll down and see empty slots. Like immediately, whenever I have empty slots, I just pick up someone random. Because um, it's better. Than it's better to have anybody. people on your rosters. It's better to have people on your roster than not. I, I, that's what I've heard. I have heard that as well. Um, but no, Grant. Uh, Grant's looking to uh, win the toilet bowl, so to speak. You know, get first place, prove that he should have been a playoff team. Um, which he's right on the edge of being, so he did a good job. And then on the other side, sorry to Alex, not his best week. Um, put up a good fight. He definitely, you know, he optimized his lineup for the most part outside of Nelson Aguilar. Um, did pretty good, but yeah, not not a great week for his players after coming off a big win against me. Um, not his best week. And Tom, Tom, Cam Akers, he's here. Mm-hmm. Cam Akers is absolutely here. Tom would have won this by even more if if Akers was in. And now he's looking to take that seventh place game versus Grant with Akers in. So I'm pretty excited about the seventh place game. I think yeah. that's gonna be an interesting game to watch. It's a rivalry, you know? Two friends. Two New York boys head to head. The New York rivalry. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, Alex and Alex and Charlie, they were punishment bound and we're going to have to figure out a way to get our last year punishments in because, uh, of course, Charlie, I don't, I don't know if Charlie's going to want to do his punishments because no one, no one did his. So and that's uh, kind of fair. If yeah. no one has done Charlie's punishments, I don't think I would do my punishment. So I th- I'm thinking my, my plan right now is when we decide the punishments for Charlie and Alex, we will be deciding new punishments for Tom, Alex, and Quinn. Um, debatable for Quinn because Quinn Quinn's is pretty COVID friendly already if you ask me um but maybe just Alex and Tom we'll see point is Alex Tom Quinn you're gonna have to do some goddamn punishments um alongside Charlie and Alex Alex is gonna have two punishments so (laughs) all right oh I kind of want someone to do something kind of COVID related you know go up to uh you know like a ready med and be like I'm here for the vaccine I just gotta stand there. <laughs> Have someone vaccine, recording man. it. I'm here for the vaccine. Can I, I get vaccinated? It's distributed. Yeah, I'm ready. It's out. Like I should be able to get it, right? Just go to a CVS. Yeah, exactly. Just go to the pharmacy and be have, like, I'm here aisle, for the vaccine. What aisle is COVID vaccine in? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that that should definitely be something. Um, all right, so that's the toilet bowl. Yeah, uh, but we had two great uh, normal Rice Bowl matches as well. Quinn's first playoff game, of course. Uh, let's talk about Anthony and Nick. Nick's first playoff game. Nick, yeah, Nick and uh, Anthony had a good game. Anthony kind of pulled away, but Nick definitely tried to make it interesting on Monday night with Kareem Hunt putting up 25 and Lamar putting up 40. If only Lamar did not have to poop halfway <laughs> through the third quarter, then Nick really would have had a chance there. You're gonna you added another ten points, and you, then it's really interesting if Lamar does not go and poop. Yeah, sad. Very sad. It, it was a good game. I it was sad that it was just over uh, on Monday night because seeing Lamar and and Hunt put up those numbers could have made it very exciting. But I think we all just knew it was over. 
which was it sad. was. It's sad though. I mean, Nick Chubb still had twenty five, which yeah. So every time Kareem Hunt did something or Lamar did something, we're like, oh, this is getting interesting. Oh, it's Chubb for another 30-yard run and a touchdown. They like, combined for 30 points. Or 50, 50 points. points. <laughs> 50 points. Does, is that, does that mean James Robinson, who faces Baltimore this week, is going to get 50 points himself? I guess. That, that's exactly <laughs> what it means. It's got to be what it means. Wow. That's going to be crazy. But... Uh, no, even despite a bad week out of Mahomes, uh, Anthony, he's looking pretty good. Diggs, Chubb, Juju even looked pretty good on Sunday yeah. night. We'll kind of talk about that Sunday night game a little bit as we talk about the next game. Um, but no, a good season for Nick. Um, you know, he, he had some great moments. We'll go over those as uh, we continue our RIP segments. Mission accomplished, as he's called. <laughs> he apparently accomplished his mission, so. I'm happy for him. John, what were some of Nick's best moments of the of the season? Uh, yeah, RIP to Nick. Um, you know, he had some ups and downs this season. I At the beginning of the season, I think his team was actually doing pretty well. He was scoring in the 130s pretty often, and um, especially when Lockett was, was a big focus. And overall, the Seahawks offense was way better at the beginning of the season than it has been recently. So Lockett was really popping off for him. Um, but my, my favorite win for Nick and was the one that got him into playoffs. Uh, he In week 10, he only scored 65 points and lost to Grant, who scored 85. Very sad. But then the next week, um, week 11, against Quinn, when when the playoff run was starting to begin and Nick really needed to, to buckle down and win some games here, I think this was a big win for him to get at least get into playoffs, beating Quinn 126-110, to 110, bouncing back from that 65-point game. Um, and just getting a consistent across-the-board win, a great day from Goddard, Woods, Lockett, Gordon, um, just a- across the board. So, um, yeah, I-, I think that's the biggest one for Nick. I think Nick had an up-and-down season, got more wins than he probably should have, got some lucky wins there in the middle. But, yeah, he still deserved playoffs in the end. He, he got some good wins. Yeah, this team was the definition of streaky. I mean – Started out with two losses, then he went and won five in a row, and then he went and lost, you know, five of his last six games. So very streaky team. When he won, he did it scoring a really good amount of points, you know, like 120, 130. The exception is the one game he won 98 to 79 against Grant. But every other time it was, you know, pretty good outings from his team. And like you said, a lot of it was Tyler Lockett. Um, I will say that. The, yeah, the win against Quinn in Week 11 was probably his best moment because it got him into the playoffs. He had two wins against Quinn, um, and Quinn was a really good team. He uh, also had a win against Tom in Week 5 that kind of changed. Imagine if that goes the other way. It was a five-point win, and if Nick loses that game, Tom wins, then we're talking about Tom in the playoffs right here. Um, you look at Tom last week, Tom put up uh, 112, which – pretty equivalent to what um to what nick scored tom would have been in quinn's spot and tom would be in the semifinals hypothetically if we're switching it up i didn't do the exact math on that but yeah <laughs> you know say tom got the spot over quinn there then tom would have been potentially in the semifinals so that was a big game changed the whole dynamic of the league yeah it's always sad to look at the look at look at uh two people in this in the quarterfinals scoring 
less than you and you're like if i were there i could have i could have moved on yeah absolutely but uh, you know that's how you play and um now that we've done that it's time to get into the teams that did score less than both of these guys um and that's chris and quinn in an epic matchup oh yeah is this the best game we've ever had in rice dynasty might be one of for sure um i I think we'll remember it since we were all on a call together basically and talking or was that just me you and tom i can't remember it was just you me okay (laughs) well i'm gonna remember that yeah that was still fun um i'm gonna remember it a lot more i i think me and that me if i would have came back against anthony there i think that would just mark its mark its thing as the best game ever for a while but i did not come back against anthony it was still close was that the odell game yeah Oh man! So, the, do you remember the Brandon Cooks game that I had in year one? Uh, no, what was that? That was where Brandon Cooks went out in the first quarter, and I needed like three points out of him to uh, win the week and keep my playoff hopes alive. And then he came back in in the fourth quarter and caught one ball for zero yards, but it was half a point, and uh, I won the game by like point one. Wow, <laughs> huge! I don't know if you remember that, but I, I remember that, that very against? vividly. Who was that? That was against Max. Oh wow! <laughs> that's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, that was an epic game, but yes, this was one of the best. Um, Chris had a huge lead going into Sunday Night Football, and it looked like all he needed was a decent game out of Deontay Dropson, but Deontay dropped like. I think two out of his three um, of his first passes, and then he got benched for like two straight quarters. I can't believe he got benched. I cannot believe that. That was perfect. For and Quinn. I jokingly put it in the chat because I just kind of thought, you know, this isn't a big deal. But they benched him for two quarters, and then he came back and did some things, but it was definitely not that much. And it looked like Quinn still had a chance. Ah, uh, and then when Mark was it doing, it looked nothing. like Quinn was gonna win. Quinn was going to win until Baker Mayfield. Andrews was doing nothing. Baker Mayfield absolutely screwed him. Um, All he had to do was slow down his offense just enough so that they scored with little time remaining so that Baltimore wouldn't get the ball back. And then Lamar threw to Mark Andrews. Then he threw to Mark Andrews again. (laughs) And then he threw it to him again. And then this looked like a five-point win, even though it was really – so much closer than that yeah it was literally within like two points quinn was up until that final drive in that uh regulation in that game it was crazy and now i have to play chris and his team's doing well yeah i was uh, that's what i i I was thinking to myself like all chris has got it all if i'm in chris's position here all i gotta do is win this game in a week where i didn't do much and like i'm good like i need to i'll i have a really good schedule i can put in the players that i should have put in like mike davis who who does well in really good matchups still uh so yeah yeah. and and mccaffrey if he was going to come back this week which he's not and now i would doubt that he comes back at all this year um probably not but mike davis is still serviceable yeah exactly um but Chris, for Chris, it's just like survive in advance for me. It's like, okay, maybe next week I will set the right lineup. For Chris, it's just been a tough year. It's He, he is always not scoring as much as he should, but it's hard. It's hard to choose. It's hard to choose who to put in if you're Chris. I, I, I It's tough. 
I agree. And it was sad because this week was the week that he made a few choices that were kind of questionable. Uh, You know, he didn't start Mike Davis. He didn't play Amari Cooper. Instead, he played Terry McLaurin and Deontay Johnson. And I thought to myself, I was like, oh, this is the chance. Like, this is Quinn's chance. Like, he made a few mistakes. You you might be able to take advantage of him and get him out. But no, Chris still... He pushed through, and now he's learned, and that's the part that scares me, is he learned last week. It was a learning week for him, and now he's ready to unleash his full-forced roster on me, and I am yep. terrified. Yep. Well, on Quinn's side, it's an RIP for him, unfortunately. Sad, sad year. and Yeah, I think um, he had a lot going for him this year, and obviously lots of injuries. Lots and lots of injuries. My my highlight for him is that last win by two against Grant uh, in week 13 to make the playoffs. I, I think that's by far my highlight for him. And his Corey Davis start, so so good. Um, definitely got him in. So, yeah, overall, I think that is a great showcase of what Quinn's team should look like next year and going forward. And maybe if he makes some good changes, it'll be even better. Um, and he gets a good draft pick and something like that, I, I think this team could be even better than what they looked like towards the end of the season here. So close. I, I, I think it's a similar situation for Quinn too, though. I think Quinn has talent uh, on his roster, and if if he just won this week out against Chris, I think he would have had a chance against you as well. He's He's got a good team. I agree. He's got an excellent team. Um, and, yeah, like you said, he had a lot of injuries this year. He traded away – uh, first round pick and a second round pick for Austin Eckler. Eckler has done fantastic down the stretch. Quinn coming off four losses in a row in week 13 was able to pull out the win against Grant to clinch a playoff spot. Um, truly a great week. I mean, I still think, like we've said, same with Chris, is whoever came out of that side of the bracket to face me on my side was a legit contender. Um yeah, if you add Quinn into the mix, then you would – I mean, I, I think five out of the six teams that made the playoffs were legit contenders. I don't know if Nick could have sustained a few weeks, but with Quinn's lineup, I mean, he uh, – what do you think he should do going forward? Does he sell some of these guys that are a little bit older but still have a lot of value to get younger, or do you think he runs it back? Uh, I think he could sell a couple of these guys. I mean, I think um... – yeah, I don't know. Maybe you sell Mostert. I, I'm not sure what, what's happening with him. I don't know where he goes from here. Um, I, I definitely think you could sell some of these guys. I I think a lot of these people were a surprise for us this year, like Gallman, Mostert, um, Carson even. Like a lot of these. I, I wasn't that surprised by Eckler. I knew he was going to do well. Um, but those three running backs, I, I, I'll tell you what, I didn't expect them to do as well as they ended up doing. So. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think every year for those three, as I still think they're going to have low expectations going into every, especially Gallman. Of course, he's going to be replaced by Barkley, so th- there's no way he's going to do as well. And I don't think you could get a trade value out of him. Um, but Mostert and Carson, I think every year now since they're getting older, and most Mostert's in a very crowded backfield. Like every year, it's going to be like, are they good again? Is this the year they finally fall off? So I, it's going to be tough for Quinn, but I think you might need to sell someone here. Yeah, I think you kind of take your pick. Um, for me, that pick would probably be Mostert because um, I I probably hope that he kind of pops up with his good matchups towards the end of the year just to kind of show some life here with Dallas and Arizona left. Um, 
at the beginning of the year, they made it pretty clear that they were he was the guy, and they paid him as such. Um, so, yeah, I think Mostert's the guy to sell. You start relying more on a guy like Damian Harris as he takes a bigger role. Um, you, you're still pretty young. You get T. Higgins back uh, next year with, with his quarterback, actually, hopefully. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I still like Quinn's outlook going forward. He's He's got some. He's got all his picks this year, and he can retool accordingly. Who knows what Mac does next year, too? Maybe you sell Mac. Maybe. I, I'd probably wait. I, I think Marlon Mack, he'll sign with a different team, but he could probably get signed to be a starter right away. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting situation, too. I definitely think Quinn is – in a more of a situation though where I, I think he's going to want to trade someone or something. Um, Agreed. So you got to make some moves. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, I think it's time. Should we talk more about this week's matchups? Oh yeah. Uh, obviously we got the semifinals this week. Uh, we also have a fifth place and seventh place game, which don't matter at all. Um, literally not at all but seventh place game i i want to see i'm, I'm hyped about that <laughs> yeah, seventh place game is just fun but yeah it, it just to make sure every make sure those four teams know it won't affect anything it won't affect draft picks it won't affect yeah that's the only thing i guess it would affect it won't affect <laughs> it. <laughs> so but we do have a big toilet bowl final this week mm-hmm. huge oh man alex charlie loser has to loser as final pick of the punishments, uh, whereas winner gets to pick first. Alex is looking to get out of uh, the toilet again. Uh, he had it last year. Um, he would be the only person in the history of the league to have two toilet bowl champion finishes. Which causes a league um, reset, of course, as we know. Yes, as we know. <laughs> that's the new rule. <laughs> So uh, that would be huge. We need uh, we need Charlie to lose this game, but no, it'll be um, interesting. Can we go first to worst? That's uh, that's yeah, kind of what I want to see this week. Can yeah. Alex pull it off? I think that'd be fun. Alex didn't have the. I don't think he's had the best start, but he had a decent start. I mean, Balaj had a touchdown, so that's good. exactly. Yeah, the backup running back gets eight <laughs> carries for eleven yards and Alex, a touchdown. Alex that's just knows who's going to score. He knows who's going to score. <laughs> Alex uh, has been putting work into fantasy recently. Yeah, it's nice to so, see. And he drafted a hell of a fantasy basketball team. So He sure did. My Lord. <laughs> All right. Who are you picking this week, John? Um, I still think Charlie wins this one, unfortunately. Charlie's team has no. been doing well lately, scoring a lot. And T.Y. Hilton continues to have easy matchups, and he's just on a tear. I think I, think I go Charlie here. Well, I was going to pick Alex, and then I realized you didn't start Tim Patrick, which is absolutely ridiculous. (laughs) So for that reason, I have to go Charlie. Oh, gosh, he's starting Deion Lewis. (sighs) It hurts me so much that I have to pick a guy who's starting Deion Lewis when he could be playing literally anybody else. Oh, man. Yeah, all right, I'll still take Charlie. He's got too many stars that are going to – do enough to get him to the finish line yeah it's it sucks knowing that charlie just can't get punished for having Dion lewis as a starter because the rest of his team's too good yeah they are too good i mean he could he should pick up james white there's so many people on the waivers that are doing better than at least a little bit better than Dion lewis this year so 
<laughs> they'd uh, have a little bit of upside. Yeah, like it's not much upside, but a little. Peyton bit. Barber. Peyton Barber. But, Frank means, Gore. Yeah, I'll take those. I'll take. I'll take six points from Peyton Barber over zero from Dion Lewis. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, Charlie uh, will still win. Um, yeah, Charlie will still win. Yeah, and then we got what our about two the seventh place game. Oh, seventh place game. Um, Don't forget the seventh place yeah, game. I completely forgot about the seventh place game. Um, Baker has been popping off recently, but he's got a toughie against the Giants. Um, Tom's rolling with him, which, yeah, I guess I would do as well when my only other options Minshew. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. Come on. Start Minshew one more time. Yeah, give it to Minshew. Uh, Baker's even backup QB for Minshew. That's his nickname. You, you got to put just one more time for <laughs> Minshew, please, Tom. Um, well, Grant's got DJ Moore back this week. It is against Green Bay, though, so a little bit of a tough one. Devontae Parker against New England's not good. Um, I mean, these two teams were so even last week. Uh, I think Grant won- outscored Tom by .5, maybe. Yep. Um. Tom's going with Hines. Ooh, Thomas. Yeah, Hines has been pretty consistent here. But um. Yep. No. Uh, no, Michael Thomas. I'll big. go. I'll go. Tom. Acres has been popping off recently. I think Tom would have destroyed Grant's score last week, though, if he would have had Acres in. So I'll go with Tom. I'm gonna go against you. I think Grant pulls this off. I think he's gonna use star power. Um. I think Antonio Brown has a good week against Atlanta. Don't ask me why. I have no reason for it, but I just think he does. Um, I think DJ Moore is going to be a big focal point in the offense for Carolina. So, yeah, give me uh, give me Aaron Rodgers throwing at least three touchdowns to Devontae Adams. The other one goes to Aaron Jones, and uh, Grant wins. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Um, all right. And now we got people who are in the winner's bracket for winners. So fifth place, uh, fifth place game. That means nothing, but it's for pride because Quinn lost to Nick both times this year. He would like to just beat him in this fifth place game. He got a decent start out of Eckler with 11. Um, yeah, pretty okay. Yeah. Decent, decent. Um, but let's see the rest of his team. Ooh, Tannehill versus Detroit's going with Tannehill this week. I agree with that one. Yeah, versus Russell Wilson against Washington. Yeah, that's probably a good call. Yeah, I would agree with that one right there. I think the Titans are going to have a day. But uh, Lamar's against Jacksonville. That's going to be an ugly one. Oh, do you see what Nick's starting? Uh, He's going two tight end set. Two tight end set. Ingram. Goddard. Oh, my gosh. I love the two tight end set. Something that Quinn dreams he could pull off, but he has Higby. And he has terrible tight ends. <laughs> yes. Nick actually has two decent tight ends. Remember when we said that was Nick's biggest weakness? Because yeah. he doesn't have a tight end, and now he's starting two. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah. Well, um, I, I wouldn't say it's a good thing, but he's starting, <laughs> he's starting two here, I'll be honest. No, yeah. it's not a good thing. Um, yeah, give me Quinn in this matchup, personally. Uh, Tyler Lockett has died. He fell off a cliff, and now he has to play Washington's defense. I don't think so. Give me Quinn. Yeah, that's yeah. I'll go with Quinn as well. If if Nick puts in Jalen Hurts, though, I'll switch my pick. <laughs> what a waiver wire pickup! That was smart. Yeah, I agree. I I, I was wishing I could pick him up. Uh, Nick is a uh, running quarterback university. 
Oh, yeah. We should change his name, too. That Lamar is Lamar and Jalen. And Goff, of course. And, yes, the most <laughs> mobile, which is Jared Goff. Oh, <laughs> uh, but Clearly. We, we got our semifinal games there. I think there's some dream matchups here for Rice Dynasty. Two huge rivalries. I mean, me and Anthony, we have literally played each other in every semifinal match before this. Um, so we're here for our third in a row. I think Anthony took the first one. I took the second one. We'll see who wins this third one. And then, of course, you got Michael versus Chris. The rivalry gets more and more heated every week with these two. And this year it got even more heated, if you can't remember. Uh, Michael oh, making the Don't bring it up. Michael making the big <laughs> trade. And that did not that made it so Chris lost a big game. Um, and now Chris seeking his revenge has told Anthony Lynn not to play Keenan Allen that much this week. <laughs> it has paid off so far for him. Uh, Chris paid off Anthony Lynn. I'm calling it right now. He cheated. He paid off Anthony Lynn. This is collusion. This is real collusion here. <laughs> it needs to be addressed. It needs to be addressed. Um, well, that game, it's got a, we got a hell of a start here. Um, I think both these games are going to be very close. I know my projected score is 158 right now, but I don't think I'm going to reach that. Um, I think that's insane. <sighs> Uh, so I think I think both these games are going to be very close. Um, so we could go with either one. Right now. I think we got two games game. of the week. Honestly, we can go. Either I think one. we do. I think we have two games of the week. There's a lot of storylines in my game against Chris. Um, you have Mike Davis against Aaron Jones, which is a battle of Saturday. teams playing each other. Huge. So Saturday. I really need the Packers defense to step up for me. Just just for once, please be good against running backs. Just once. Just this week, be good against running backs. It's rare to see, but we'll see what happens. And then we have David Montgomery's revenge. He plays Minnesota versus the guy that I traded for, which is J.K. Dobbins. Oh, boy. Going against each other. Oh, man. This is a big storyline. And then... Uh, and there's no other really storylines, but those are the two big ones. It's Dobbins versus Montgomery, Jones versus Davis. Wow. I'm scared. Yeah. This Who is... are you picking in this matchup? Oh, man, oh, man. I, you can't make me pick. This is insane. You got to pick. Oh, this is going to be a close one. Oh. Oh, boy. Luke has Dallas. What? <laughs> Oh, I don't like the. I don't like to see Dallas on the other side of any matchup. Yeah, Ayuk versus Dallas, and Ayuk has had. You some, don't like to see Jacksonville either. Ayuk's had some good weeks recently. I mean, he has not scored under ten in the games he's played. The past five games he's played, he hasn't scored under ten, and now he's back um, to his starting role. Right? Is Debo still out? And no Debo. Yeah. So Ayuk is a good start here. I mean, I could just go through because. Who I would start on Chris's team. The only one I'm questioning is Jefferson. I'm not sure if I would start him, but I don't know who else I would put over Jefferson. So, Amari Cooper. Yeah, maybe Amari. It's a tough matchup against San Francisco. Is my only worry, but honestly, Amari. Look how consistent he's been. I think Justin Jefferson has been a little bit less consistent, and he has a hard matchup. Uh, yeah, that first game against Chicago, though. He, yeah. Um, he, had he said, "I'm here, guys." Don't forget about me. Yeah, he had 17 last time against Chicago. Honestly, I Jefferson or he's matchup proof. He's too. Yeah, good. Jefferson or, or Amari. I think either is a good start there. Actually, I I would not go with Terry. I think that's smart. 
Yeah, I think it's just between Jefferson or, or Amari, and I don't think I don't think either of them could be wrong, honestly. As far as Murray versus Tom Brady, though, that's a little interesting too. Um, Kyler's definitely he's got putting the- in. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're yeah. He's starting Murray. Yeah, I'm I'm happy he's starting Murray. Yeah, I think Kyler's got a little bit harder of a matchup. And the only reason I would definitely consider putting Brady in this week is because his matchup is so easy. Yeah, but Brady didn't have a good game last week, even though he had Minnesota. So it's definitely questionable at this point who to play between those two. Yeah, Brady was being was dominating more. Like he was putting up big numbers at the beginning of the season, but he hasn't looked even like. I mean, you don't even have to look at the points. Even just watching him, he has not looked as sharp. So. Um. Yeah, I think either way. Where's your pick, John? Uh, oh, boy. You've got some good matchups, too, though. Do um, it. Do it. Pick him. Pick him. Yeah, I think I'll pick Chris just because of the, just because of what yes. happened. Yes. Yes. <laughs> just because of what happened on Thursday. Honestly, if Keenan Keenan Allen scoring two is a big deal. I think that's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. So I'll, I agree. I'll go Chris. I think I think I'm leaning Chris just because of that right now. But if if we had picked this before that game, I would have picked you. Yep, I am also going to pick Chris and a blowout. I think this is going to be a blowout. Yeah, we'll uh, see what happens. No, not re- not really. But I I think, I think this is uh this is not going to be good for me because I started Keenan Allen. Um, when Chris goes off, he goes off. All together, it's like everybody assembles and they just kind of like explode. He doesn't have these like decent weeks. He either scores like 140 or he scores like 76. Like he has orchestrated the march. Um, it's a forward march straight towards my team. He's out for revenge. This is going to be a very tight game, just like I was saying. Very close, not a blowout. And uh, I am going to pick Chris though. He's off to a great start. This guy has been too good. And he's going off this week. And I will cry my way to the third place s- game. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, this, this, these matchups actually have some like history to them, too. And that like Chris and Anthony have been dominant forces throughout the entire league. Whereas me and you started off a little slow and then eventually have gone to our dominant spots. Um, and Chris and Anthony, while they dominated, still, while, still have not gotten their championships. So... I think they would be both upset to let us pass them by and get one before them. Um, so, so I, I yeah. Either way, I think I, I, all four of us, probably the top four teams. We've, we, I think we. Pre, I'm pretty sure we started the year ranking us as the top four. We've have ranked us as the top four basically all year. So, I'll say before we go to this into these semifinals, I, I think all any of these four teams deserves it. I think they're all pretty damn good i'd agree with that i agree all right so uh we both Um, picked chris john let's look at your matchups yes all right um i have some very nice matchups this week um very very nice matchups this week only one i'm somewhat worried about is josh allen i not his matchup specifically i guess more of him i think he's been more on and off lately um so I, unlike the beginning of the season when he was a little bit more consistently scoring over 30 in his first four games. So I'm worried he might score. I, I think as low as low here is 20 around that 20 mark 
which, you know, is it's not bad, but it would hurt in this matchup against a tough Anthony team, obviously. Yes, I think that um, the rest of your matchups outside of Dalvin Cook look fantastic. You have A.J. Brown and Derrick Henry taking on Detroit. Um, obviously, James Robinson's playing Jacksonville, who uh, they got ga- – oh, Baltimore. Jacksonville, sorry. He's he on Jacksonville. On he's playing Jacksonville. <laughs> Um, but no, he's playing Baltimore. He's got Minshew back at quarterback. I think that helps him, honestly. And um, I, I, yeah, he scored all eleven of his points once Minshew came back in. He literally had like t- one point until Minshew came in last week. At least Minshew's somewhat so. of an option to throw the ball, which makes the defense stay honest. Baltimore got gashed on the ground last week, and Jacksonville is a fantastic offensive line. So um, I like his matchup. Cooper Cup plays the Jets, so this is the only week I could say, yeah, you can be confident starting Cooper Cup because you can start anybody. I kind of have to. I lost yeah, plan. you do. Don't have many other options with uh, Julio being out and Joe Mixon being out. Mixon's still so, out. Mm-hmm. Although we can say John's had overall a pretty good year in terms of injury, like he's lost two of his starters, so i got to give you credit for that. Um, other side of the ball, you have Anthony uh patrick mahomes against new orleans that's exactly who you want him to play um so that's perfect alvin kamara uh kansas city that's pretty decent kind of in the middle but he gets drew Brees back so definitely helpful for anthony um fournette with rojo yeah that's gonna be good for fournette that's definitely what you want to see as a fournette owner um but it's hard to trust a guy who wasn't even active last week to come in and start for you in the playoffs. So that's tough. Um, yeah, the Nick Chubb, J.D. McKissick against Seattle. That is nice, especially because Antonio Gibson is doubtful. So it's a lot of McKissick work. Um, overall, though, I think the matchups are too good for you, so I'm picking you to win this game. Yeah, I should win this game. If I if I don't win this game, it's probably going to be because I think I'm still going to score a lot. I, clearly, Darren Waller already out the gates with 25, I think. means I'm going to score a good amount, and I think the only way I lose is if Anthony pops off even more. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a high-scoring one, uh, but I'll take it in the end. So, John, your predictions are you and oh, I'm going with you as well, and then we both picked Chris to win the other game which means that you and Chris would face off in a championship matchup. That would uh, wow. that'd be pretty nuts, but I, I still think I have a shot here. I need, I need a good game on J.K. Dobbins. For Anthony, the avenue to victory, it's pretty simple. Hope that the Titans, you know, just somehow don't give the ball to either A.J. Brown or Derrick Henry. <laughs> yeah, which I mean could happen. I don't know. I think they'll, I mean, they could easily just win. It could be like a Jonu Smith or an Anthony Fersker week out of nowhere or Corey Davis. Those three are known to randomly get the ball a lot. Yeah. So. Somehow, some way. Um, just hope that it's not a good week from those two, even though Detroit yeah. has a terrible um, defense. Anthony's going to be the yeah, biggest Lions a, fan this week. Oh, boy. Um, but yeah, well, this is exciting because we guaranteed get one new um rice bowl appearance this year right uh because you and chris haven't made it but me and anthony both have yes before. so we'll have uh but no one's won a championship so we have a new champion yeah and that's gonna be exciting we have a new champion this um year. and it's not gonna be a big upset like last year already i would say no <laughs> it's, it's definitely gonna be we got the big team. four and uh yeah. it is it's gonna be fun 
I'm going to be so sad. I'm going to be so depressed if I, again, don't have a playoff win in three years. Yeah, I, I'll be sad as well if I lose this game after such a fantastic regular season. You're not going to lose. I hope my team puts up a good fight at least. If, if Anthony beats me and scores 160, I'll be like, hell, he deserves right. it for sure. If Chris scores 150, I'm still going to say it's rigged. So... <laughs> <laughs> It was his call to Anthony Lynn. Collusion. Huge collusion. Whole collusion. The colluding fantasy football team. God, I wish I was playing Quinn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I, I think the rest of us are, are happy to see this matchup at least, but definitely wanted Quinn to win. But are happy to see a nice rivalry every once in a while. It's it fun. is. It's going to be a big rivalry. It's going to be fun. So, mm-hmm. All right, that's going to be it for this week. We'll uh, try to get rid of all the static. <laughs> Chris, I know you're listening. Enjoy the championship. Just kidding. Wow, that's ah! JK. <laughs> I was say, that's a all very day. Sad JK Dobbins. He wins the game. Just Dobbin, yeah. He's gonna have forty points. <laughs> uh, it's gonna be great.